Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 1 verses 29 through 34. There's a parallel text that covers some of this in Matthew. That's chapter 8 of Matthew. If you want to hear our podcast on that portion of Matthew, it's episode number 488. Now that we're in our second of four Gospels, there's some cross-referencing going on, and I'm going to try to point you to the texts in Matthew and the episodes from those texts that we've already covered. And you can go back and forth if you'd like. You could dig into this as much as you want. And immediately, chapter 1, verse 29, and immediately he left the synagogue and entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. So you remember it's been the Sabbath. Jesus is in Capernaum teaching in the synagogue. The people are amazed that he teaches with authority. We talked about that in yesterday's text. And now he's going to Simon or Peter and Andrew's home with James and John. Of course, there are the 12. Of course, we know the 12 disciples, but there's three in particular. James, John, and Peter, who Jesus seems to spend a disproportionate amount of time with. And here we've got Andrew as a tag-along as well. Verse 30. Now Simon's mother-in-law lay ill with a fever, and immediately they told him about her. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and the fever left her, and she began to serve them. So, just another run-of-the-mill healing. Verse 32. That evening at sundown, they brought to him all who were sick or oppressed by demons, and the whole city was gathered together at the door. And he healed many who were were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. So one thing that jumped out at me that made me think I should mention this is just a general rule for reading and understanding and interpreting narrative is some of the detail that's included here. The Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are mostly the literary genre of narrative or storytelling, basically. And when you're reading scripture, we've talked about the Bible being kind of the cliff's notes of God's redemptive plan for the world. And from that perspective, it's very condensed. There's very little information that we have from creation through the first century AD when most of this stuff had been written by. So everything that's in scripture should capture our attention. And when we see a detail, and the detail that jumped off the page at me, I was looking at some parallel texts. Verse 32, it says, that evening at sundown. That's in every single parallel text. I'm thinking, why is it so important that we know that it's evening at sundown? I looked into it a little bit. You remember that this is the Sabbath, and the Jewish day ends, and so the Sabbath ends at sundown. Sundown is when the people can go about their regular business. They can move around, and they're done observing the Sabbath. So as soon as they're able, at evening, when the sun goes down, the people in Capernaum bring to him all who were oppressed by demons or sick. So there's this eagerness among the people to get out of the house and go see Jesus, who has come to town and has just taught in their synagogue on the Sabbath in Capernaum. As soon as the sun goes down, They bust out of their house and bring all the sick and oppressed people to Jesus so he can heal them. It's fascinating. The fact that it was evening and the sun had just set isn't an earth-shattering detail. What I just shared you doesn't change a ton of how we understand scripture or God's redemptive plan, but it's very fascinating. We should pay attention to the other details that are included in the narrative so we can better understand what's going on and avoid the tendency we have to just gloss and blow over things in scripture that are insightful or helpful. If you slow down and close your eyes, 
eyes, you can just about imagine what it might have looked like. The whole city, it says, was gathered at the door. Of course, that means it wasn't a very big city, but people were eager to have their sick loved ones and their oppressed loved ones healed by Jesus. It's also interesting when you compare this text to the one in Matthew chapter 8. Matthew, at the end of this passage, includes that Jesus' healing of the sick and the oppressed was to fulfill prophecy from the Old Testament. Well, you remember that Matthew's audience is Jewish people who would have been familiar with the Old Testament. He's trying to convince them that Jesus is the one who was prophesied from long ago to be the Messiah. Mark doesn't have the same audience. Mark's audience is primarily Roman, primarily Gentile. That's non-Jewish people. So they don't have the context of the Old Testament that Matthew's audience has, so Mark doesn't include that. I don't know about you, but I never knew there was so much nuance to understanding Scripture. In fact, honestly, for many years in my life, I thought Scripture was pretty boring. But when you start to peel back the layers, it's incredible. Two other quick things before I wrap up. One I mentioned yesterday, I just want to mention quickly again today. The idea of people who are oppressed by demons is a real thing. It's plainly spoken about over and over and over in Scripture. And so we ought to broaden our understanding of reality to include things beyond, obviously, what we can see or hear or touch or smell or taste with our five senses. Paul says in Ephesians 6, our battle isn't against flesh and blood, but against spiritual forces of darkness in the heavenly realms. There's some stuff going on around us, friends, the likes of which we have never seen before. And we can be thankful that Jesus has conquered that realm. He has authority over that realm, so those of us who trust him don't have to fear it. We can rest in his protection and providence for us, but we can also acknowledge that it's real. The second thing that crossed my mind is when we have a need, whether we're sick, whether we're struggling spiritually, whether there's some other hardship or difficulty that we are facing, are we, to use the example of the people in Capernaum, busting out of the house to take those problems to Jesus? Or do we have a tendency to try to fix them ourselves? I'd suggest, and many of us have learned the hard way, that we ain't fixing nothing ourselves. And Jesus stands ready for us to cast our burdens on him. And that's a good reminder from this text for us today. Come back tomorrow as we continue in the book of Mark. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.